At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And we are off and running on a Monday night, live from the Circus Sportsbook. It is the nightcap, Tim Murray and Femi Abebefe. I'm here. I got it right. I got it right. <laughs> Longtime subscriber, uh, first time host. <laughs> I know, and we wore the same uniform today, too. Yeah, we didn't even coordinate that together, but hey, you know, it's just we're on the same wavelength here. So The pride of the Pacific Northwest, but he's a Cowboys yes. fan. Yeah. So it's America's team. We're far and wide, as most know. Yeah. <laughs> Guys win a lot too. Uh, yeah. It's all right. I'm a Notre Dame yeah. fan, so we're kind of in the same yeah, you, similar, similar you boat. You understand the plight of everybody hating you for rooting for that team. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And we at least bond over that. And we don't win championships either. So you know, we're in the same same boat there. It's been a lot of disappointing seasons, unfortunately. That is true. Uh, we got the That's Stanley Cup Stanley Cup playoffs going on. We do uh, a couple couple games. You uh, you fired away. You got into town. And you said Tim's from D.C., so let me take the Bruins. I, that's exactly my thought process. I was like, let me go hop all over town, load up the apps, <laughs> you know, get the mobile wagering going, and wanted to fade your team, and it's not looking too good. It was looking all right. You know, they took the lead twice against uh, the Capitals, but unfortunately they're down 3-2 right now, about midway, or about, at least past the midway point in the third period. But we'll see. If they can get to overtime, it's anyone's game. I tell you what, man, the, the Stanley Cup playoffs uh, – I, 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 I am not the biggest hockey guy, um, and, and many on this network obviously are, are, are but yeah. it, you just can't deny the excitement and uh, how much fun it is to watch these games and how maddening it can be. But if you take some dogs and take some chances in the postseason, uh, you might come through victorious. So Washington, actually a home dog today. you got the series prices up at Circa yeah. uh, there. But uh, Washington opened even money. 
and Boston minus $1.20, and we saw steam come in on Boston. You know steam is coming in when Josh Applebaum, who's flying into town, is tweeting about <laughs> he, he's on Boston. So obviously it was sharp money on Boston. That's his thing. Uh, I tend to follow that method. I stayed away. I wasn't going to bet against my team. Uh, but I went to. I looked at it, and I said, hmm, plus 126 at home for, for the Caps? Something seems a little off here, so I stayed away. But right now, as you mentioned, three to two with six and change to go in that third period. Well, I was really liking my position in it because <laughs> I saw minus one thirty. I see all these sharp people, yep. people who are smarter at hockey than I am, taking minus one thirty-five, and I was like, okay, let me take minus one thirty. Got it out over at our friends at the South Point. And then five minutes later, it's minus 135. Here I am thinking that I'm moving markets. Hey, you got in closing the, line in value. And it's not doing me any good right now. But, you know, there's still time. We're going to get some, uh, some, some puck luck, as they say. Well, it's like over the weekend. I took, uh, I took the Jackrabbits, South Dakota State, and the FCS title. I got that great number. Game. Great number. Minus four and a half, closes six. <laughs> they lose outright, so it doesn't matter. You know, got that clay... Great closing line value. We'll see because uh, at the South Point, they closed minus 145. Nashville and Carolina, end of two periods. That's two to two. Uh, the over in both games was five and a half, heavily juiced to the under on both games, Washington and Boston. So if you've got an under ticket uh, at minus $1.40, you are certainly hoping that 3-2 and no, uh, we could be on some bad beat alert here, Femi, with yes. with, uh, with an empty goal possibility with, uh, with only a couple minutes to go in the third period. I mean, we had four goals, it felt like, in the first 10 minutes or so. It looked like there could have been eight, maybe nine goals in that first period. Nothing since, or less one goal uh, there in the third period. But um, it's just, you never know with hockey. It's they, they come in bunches, and sometimes you get shut out entirely. And I guess that's kind of what's happening right now. And still to come tonight, St. Louis and Colorado. Colorado minus 312 here at Circa. Uh, and plus 278 if you want to take a little bite of the... Uh, of the dog tonight, the Blues and the Avalanche going to get going. Uh, that game should puck drop in about five or ten minutes or so, so that'll be a game we'll keep a, a very close eye on. Uh, here in town yesterday was Las Vegas uh, losing in overtime. How about that? The first three games, you could have made some nice money on some plus 250 prices on these games to go to overtime, Femi. Oh, yeah. First three games of the postseason all go to overtime. But that's why we love it, playoff hockey. We always say it's the best playoff in sports, and it certainly lived up to the hype at least three days into this postseason. We got a lot of basketball to get to. The play-in games are all set. We got lines for that. We got series prices for uh, mm. the other series that have already been uh, set to go, the 3-6, the 4-5. The, uh, the so we got a lot to get to. Femi Abebefe, Tim Murray with you. Let's get it rolling. It is the Nightcap here on VEASAN. We keep things rolling here on the nightcap as it is uh, Tim Murray and Femi Abebefe. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Femi Abebefe. Pretty simple. B-E-F-E, yeah. Not not many. I think you're original on that one. So I think I bought all the vowels. But it just rolls off the tongue and you've knocked it out the park. You did a little practice rest. A little practice. You know, it's we'll... Pull back the curtain here, but you've, you've done well so far. All right. So far, so good. Uh, it only can go down from here, and it will. It <laughs> a, lot of, will. a lot of show left. Absolutely. <laughs> so the next couple of days. But Femi will be uh, riding co-pilot here for the next handful of nights. Yes. Tomorrow's going to be an unbelievable night uh, with the play-in games in the Eastern Conference. Then it's the Western Conference that will follow on Wednesday. You know, I've gone back and forth. Initially, um, 
I was like, ah, I don't know about the the playing games. And then I I was I was all in on it. And then kind of dawned on me yesterday, Femi, when you're when we're watching, you know, the Lakers or sorry, we're watching the Grizzlies and Warriors game and, and the excitement that that game brought. And it was it was a tremendous game, and the Warriors ultimately win. If the playing games didn't exist, guess what? That still would have been an eight nine game. So you looked at the Wizards and Hornets. That was a de facto play in game. Personally, I think I've, I'm going to enjoy the hell out of Warriors and Lakers on Wednesday night. Oh, we all are. But part of me wants to see Lakers Suns right away. That being said, uh, we got the play-in games. But even then, though, you get LeBron James and Steph Curry. I mean, you, you for any sports fan, even if you're a basketball fan or just a regular sports fan, those two have been must-see TV over the last decade, and we're getting it now. It's not a win-or-go-home game. You know, the loser will have another chance right. to get into the eight-team field. But LeBron James, Steph Curry in prime time, sign me up. Yeah, it's good. I mean, that game, and we've seen a lot of line movement. It's now four-and-a-half. That game opened around six-and-a-half, seven. Yes. Uh, so people backing uh, the, the— I've got some thoughts on that line. The road dog, and we will, uh, we will get to uh, Warriors and Lakers, which is certainly the premier uh, matchup of the play-in tournament. Uh, and, you know, Femi, when you think about— uh, what what this what this brings? They couldn't have asked. The NBA could not have asked for a better situation for the inaugural play. And I don't count last year. I know there was technically eight nine situation. But it was a weird format. Yeah, yeah, and it was you know you didn't if they were within four games and it allowed it. This has always been set in place. There is going to come times when, and I think the seventy two game schedule enhanced it where we had closer races. But you know, think about last year. The Mavericks were far and away better than the eight seed yep. and they would have had to be in this situation. So I think this year works out perfectly down the road. We're going to get less uh, salivating games. Um, you know, you get the wizards and, and, and Celtics. That's going to kick it off. Celtics have been struggling, you know, down the stretch. I think they were, you know, 13 or 11 since the start of April, which this is a Celtics team that I think some people are surprised Femi to see that the Celtics are actually getting some support in the betting marketplace as it has moved. It went down to one and now has been bet back up to two and a half. Celtics laying two and a half against the Wizards. Yeah, I mean, you wonder where that's coming from. The, the Wizards, they're not the most experienced playoff team, at least this collection mm-hmm. of the Wizards. I know Westbrook has had plenty of playoff reps. Beal hasn't been there since when Wall was there. Um, but, the you know, the Boston Celtics, they're well coached with Brad Stevens. I know his job might be on the line over the next couple days here uh, depending on how these results go in the playing tournament but it still have that Celtics pedigree you're down Jalen Brown but Jason Tatum one of the best perimeter scorers in the game Kemba Walker in a one game situation we all know what Kemba can do it's well documented throughout his career and they're just a team that if they can get it together it feels like they're everything has gone wrong this season for them but if they can put it together in a situation where not many people expect much of them, it feels like a good spot for them to maybe make a team sweat a little bit that two seed. Yeah, and I think the the Wizards are going to be a team that's going to get a lot of support. You know, the way that they've finished. One thing about the Wizards, I can tell you this, Femi, is you know this is going to be a team that is is going to drive you crazy. So if you take the points with the Wizards, you take the money line. There's going to be craziness that happens at the end of the game. You know, they're they're going to probably get out to a big lead. Uh, and then Russell Westbrook will, you know, throw a ball off some dude's head or something like that. I mean, he is, he is, you get the good with the bad. You know, the, the good is, is, you know, incredible assists and, and he's always going to give you, uh, you know, go a million miles an hour, but he's also going to make, uh, you know, 
turnovers that make you want to pull your hair out. So that's what we're going to get tomorrow night. It's going to be thrilling. We're going to watch that game. We're going to be on the air oh, you know, yeah. tomorrow night. The game starts at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific. So that game's going to be a, a ton of fun to watch. Um, you know, once again, I, I think when you look at that, at 2.5 here at Circa, I would have to take the points with Washington. It, this game is going to come down to the final possession. And, and my curiosity with Boston is, you know, what is their mindset right now, Femi? Because this mm-hmm. is a team... 13-11 down the stretch, high expectations coming into this year. Team that went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year down in the bubble and, and I think really had a, a legitimate shot to beat Miami. I think that was a seven-game series uh, that they went against the Heat. But you mentioned Jalen Brown is out. Kemba has not really been uh, as 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 good as, as they hoped this year. He's been dealing with injuries. I'm just curious... <laughs> What their thought process is right now as an organization, if you know they're they're all gung ho to 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 take care of business. And on the surface, it might not look like they are. You know, it's like who knows if Jalen Brown could have played through that uh, wrist injury that he had, but them willing to shut him down and get that surgery to correct that wrist surgery so that he's good for next year. It feels like they might be punting on this season because maybe they came to terms with the fact that. We're not going to win a series against uh, Milwaukee or a Brooklyn. Like, we don't have a shot. Or even if we end up getting to the eight seed, we're not going to beat Philadelphia. So, if, 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 why not? You know, just get everybody rested up. Let's go have another run at it. Now, the thing is, on the other hand, is that everyone might not be back for the next year with stuff around Danny Ainge, Brad Stevens, yep. the uncertainty around that. And it's just the whole team has had this weird vibe, but. I just keep coming back to the Brad Beal hamstring, and I'm really interested when we speak with Chase Hughes later to get some more insight on how they think that's going to work out because in the playoff kind of scenario, it's you're going all out, and if your hamstring is not right, then it's 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 a tough look. Yeah, and uh, I just want to update people. We got ourselves a tie tie game, uh, so Femi is happy as he's uh, he's a little choked. up. I was up. getting choked up, he's a emotional. Choked up seeing that Boston. <laughs> he comes into town. The first bet he makes is on the Boston Bruins, and they just tied things up. So who knew uh, that the, Boston would make me cry? Like the that. over has hit in Boston and Washington over five and a half plus money. So you bring that home on the over, and it looks like we might you might be able to cash another overtime ticket here. By the way, Carolina and Nashville also tied it to early in the uh, third period. So there's a possibility that we could have five playoff games going to overtime. I mean, it's it's unbelievable to think about where we are. We've had four games conclude so far uh, in the playoffs. Three of them have gone to overtime, and now we've got two more potentially going tonight. I just keep thinking back to May 2021 versus May 2020. And this time last year, we're yeah. handicapping Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson playing and all that stuff. And now we have overtime hockey. We've got the NBA playoffs about to start, PGA Championship later this week. And it's just such a great time for sports fans. It's a great time to be here in Vegas at VEASAN. And, you know, it's just we're only going up here. We're going to the moon, as the kids say. And it's a. Uh, going to be a fun run. Yeah, so under two minutes to go, we'll keep an eye on that. Boston and Washington tied. Looks like the Canes just scored. At three, and yeah, Carolina just took the lead. Uh, Carolina going off as a as a uh, plus 160 favorite here uh, at Circa. So the, the, the creme de la creme is Lakers and Warriors, and we see this open up you know, six and a half, seven. It has come crashing down to uh, four and a half. And I think a lot of people are questioning and wondering, okay, we haven't seen the Lakers together as a cohesive unit all that much this year. Uh, LeBron 
says he's going to be fine, but comes down a little awkward on the ankle yesterday. So how how uh, strong is that ankle going to be? Anthony Davis, uh, similar situation. Is he 100% going into tomorrow? The Lakers, to, to, to their credit, despite all of the injuries this year, Femi, still finished number one in defensive rating, but they are seventh worst offensively in the league. But oddly enough, you look at... Steph Curry and how unbelievable he's been. He, he has 46 yesterday in the uh, against the Grizzlies. This is a offense for Golden State that is 20th in the league in offensive rating, despite the fact that Steph Curry leads the league in scoring. But it does feel like the Warriors have found something with their small lineup when James Wiseman went out. 15 and five since James Wiseman left due to injury. They've gone to that small lineup. So you've seen a line drop from six and a half down to four, four and a half. What do you think about Warriors and uh, Lakers tomorrow night? Or sorry, Wednesday night. Yeah, I wish it was tomorrow night. Uh, for, for me, it's, I get the people, the first knee-jerk reaction being, let me just take the points. You know, it's mm-hmm. a, you have Steph Curry who is playing out of his mind so far down this second half stretch. You mentioned it, leading the league in scoring, winning the scoring title. But the Warriors are a one-man offense. And now you're going up against an elite defensive team with, I mean, there's Caruso and Schroeder, and then you have Anthony Davis as the rim protector. Like, the Lakers, they hang their hat on defense. If Curry can't have that nuclear game that he's had, I don't see how the Warriors can, like, I, I honestly don't think they can cover if he doesn't go nuclear. Like, they need him just just to cover. They need him to have that 40, 45-point game. And then maybe if something, the ball bounces their way, then they can steal a game and pull off the outright upset. But... I mean, I understand the initial kind of first, first kind of knee-jerk reaction to take the points, but I mean, for me right now, it's 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 Lakers are past when I've seen it at four and a half. We'll see what happens tomorrow. We'll see more reports. I know LeBron said he'll be ready to play. Breaking news, of course, he's not going to miss out on the game, but I mean, I I like the Lakers a lot in this spot. I do too. I, I just you know when you look at the Warriors um, and, and Draymond, you know, having his expletive. Uh, tyrant uh, on uh, which one on, on Sunday? Uh, yeah, his most recent one. And, and I love you know you, you got to love the attitude and what they've done this year. But you know Steph has been absolutely unbelievable. But hit the supporting cast. Yes, Andrew Wiggins is having a nice run here. But to your point, the, as soon as Steph crosses half court, I mean they're they're going to throw everything all eyes are on at him. Steph Court Steph Curry and. The ability for the Lakers, as we saw last year in the bubble, and I know it was Dwight Howard, you instead have John Dre Drummond down there. You have the capabilities of playing bully ball with the Lakers offensively and even defensively. I mean, that's that's my the most curious thing for me is the role that Andre Drummond plays Femi because last year with JaVale McGee, with, uh, with Dwight Howard, they were able to use that kind of... Uh, bullying tactic against all their mm-hmm. opponents. And I think they can instill that. And there's a reason that, you know, you look at the odds for the Lakers to to make the postseason. It's minus 5,000 right now. Obviously, I mean, they're ultimately still going to be the favorites to win the Western Conference or co-favorites with the Clippers. And, you know, you talked about the line move. John Ewing, who now works uh, over at BetMGM, uh, tweeted this out. He said, Lakers have mo- line has moved from seven to four and a half. This would be just the 11th time when a playoff favorite saw the line move against them more than two points since 2005. The previous 10 favorites 
seven and three ATS. I'm with you. If this number keeps crashing, and most spots now see it at four. Oh man! Um, I, I need to I, fire I, up the app. Here. I, I think it is the Lakers <laughs> in this spot. Uh, actually, most are four and a half. I thought I saw fours, but most are at four and a half. And yeah, I, I would have to go ahead and look at the Lakers because. There, there is always that worry that the nuclear option is a, is possible. And with that's Steph what, yeah. Uh, yeah, anything is is possible. Exactly. But at the end of the day, you're looking at LeBron and and AD and the way they played defensively. And Frank Vogel deserves a ton of credit for not only how they performed defensively last year when they were in the bubble and they ratcheted it together, but like I mentioned, they have the number one defensive rating in the league right now with everything that they've dealt with. Their offense has, has stunk at times, but they've still been a very, very strong defensive team. And just the, the supporting cast around Steph Curry offensively is really nothing that, that frightens you. And I don't want to say it's recency bias because Steph Curry has been doing this since he entered the league. He's a two-time MVP. He's won three championships. He's one. Of, he is the greatest shooter of all time. Oh yeah. But we've all seen these nuclear Steph games over the second half of the season, and I think the Warriors are now that trendy dog. You know, everyone always says the public loves to back the Lakers. You know, the Lakers are the most public team, but I think the Warriors are the trendy dog yeah. of hey, you don't want to bet against Steph because what if he goes for 45 or 50? And I honestly think that this is a nice little value spot for the Lakers. Yeah, I think when you look at trendy dogs, I think the Wizards are going to be one of them tomorrow night, the way that they've played. And I don't disagree with that. Now, it makes me nervous that the line, you know, that classic line, you know, reverse line movement where you're seeing it seems like the public is grabbing the points with the Wizards, yeah. going to be on the money line, the line's going the other way. So that's something to keep a close eye on tomorrow as it plays itself out. But I, I think the Lakers are going to be a team. Now, this is, a, this is a Lakers town. So people are going to bet the Lakers here. And, and you know, that, that line moves. Uh, but I think people saw the seven and were, were, ha- were racing to grab it. And I think seven might have been too rich. But if we're getting down in that four, four and a half range, that's where I have to look oh, at yeah. the Lakers. And I think even another way to go further with it is that if you like the Lakers, but you don't want to lay four and a half or you don't want to lay the money line price, maybe play the Lakers to win the title. If you can find a four or plus 425 or something like that, I think there was a random five to one at an offshore site. But it's like if you can find a four to one or better, if they win that game, they're going to play Phoenix. Right. We all know that they're going to be probably, what, minus 275, minus 300 in that series For sure. to win that. And then after that, then they're going to play um, the, the winner of like the Denver, Portland and Denver. Denver. And, Portland. and we know that they're going to be another $3 favorite, and that one might even be higher. So I think at that point, then you can maybe just kind of do some hedging with, if they face the Clippers in the conference finals, however you want to play it. But I think that it could be a decent shot, and you see the odds via DraftKings a four-to-one look for the Lakers. I don't see why that's not a bad opportunity. Yeah, tomorrow, minus $2 right now in most spots. You can find a, a money line as short as minus 190 at the South Point uh, for the Lakers. we got an interesting prop of who are going to be the four teams that advance out of the play, and we'll take a look at that. Also, overtime, surprise, surprise, <laughs> again in the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll get you updated. Caps and Bruins, Predators uh, also uh going up against the Hurricanes. It is the nightcap. Stick around here on VEASAN. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Femi Abebefe and Tim Murray with you live from the Circus Sportsbook. Carolina Hurricanes have separated themselves a little bit from the Nashville Predators. They now lead 4-2 with 11 minutes to go, so another overhitting. And this game is not concluded, so there's still a possibility, Femi, of it going to overtime, but the Cats <laughs> and, and Bruins <laughs> are going to overtime, meaning four of the first five Stanley Cup playoff games have gone to overtime. Absolutely incredible. And um, and I officially have a sweat going here. You know, I'm holding that yeah, Bruins got- minus 130 ticket, so we'll be sweating out playoff overtime hockey. You know, people are already sweating it regardless whether you have action or not. And now it's, uh, you can imagine me, my face might get shinier. Yeah. You know, this thing goes on. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So you're on the Bruins. Uh, that game headed to overtime here. And uh, the cat, uh, the uh, Avs and uh, the Blues are just underway. Uh, that one is scoreless. And uh, you can see, uh, we'll throw up uh, what those uh, prices were. Blues to score the first goal was plus 130. Uh, a draw uh, in regulation, plus 360. Hell, I mean, at this point, Femi, you might as well just throw something on every game being uh, uh, you know, tied after regulation. It's been unbelievable. You'd be turning a pretty nice profit if you've you done that since the start yeah. of the playoffs. I'm really curious to see how Colorado comes out in this game. You know, whenever you're the favorite, and especially in hockey, it's like, there's just this kind of pressure. So you want to see if they can start fast and let that kind of get loose and then just play their game versus the expectations of, hey, this season we have to be lifting the cup 
Otherwise, this is a failure. So I'm curious to see how they come out against St. Louis. Yeah, the President's Trophy winners uh, in action here against the Blues, and a lot of people anticipating them to be uh, your Stanley Cup champs. We will see. Uh, as... I'm anticipating that I have a 5-1 to one ticket that they will be. Nice. Seeing. There we so go. Let's, let's, let's go abs. We'll keep, we'll, keep an eye on, uh, we'll keep an eye on that one. Uh, no futures plays uh, for me when it comes to uh, the uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs, but you know, never too late. We'll see. It, and it's always fun, you know. I'm like, I'm not the biggest hockey person, but it's always good to throw a little future on it, just to have some rooting interest in uh, during playoff hockey, because these games are always incredible. You mentioned the four playoff games that we've had yeah. out of the five have gone to overtime, so always fun to have a little skin in the game on a, from a futures perspective when uh, when Lord Stanley's up for grabs. Yeah, the only game that didn't go to overtime was Tampa coming back to beat Florida yesterday, five to four. That was the only one that did not go to overtime. Minnesota, of course, beat Vegas one to nothing here in Las Vegas. The Islanders beat the Penguins uh, yesterday as well in overtime, and then the Caps opened up uh, with that win in uh, on Saturday night against the Bruins. Uh, that one in overtime as well, and they're headed back three to three is the score heading into uh, heading into overtime in Washington D.C. Just quickly going back to uh, to the NBA, we're going to talk some uh, Celtics as the Celtics and Wizards uh, get going tomorrow night, nine o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Pacific. With the Celtics right now as a two or two and a half point favorite against the Wizards, these were some intriguing odds that were out there. The four teams that will make it to the actual playoffs. So the favorite is Celtics, Wizards, Lakers, Warriors, and that's actually minus 125, these odds courtesy of BetMGM. You know what I'm looking at, Femi? It's one. One that does not have the Celtics in it. Yep. I have a feeling of the, of the, of the Warriors, Lakers, uh, Wizards, and Celtics, the seven and eight teams who obviously have a, a significant advantage over the 9-10, right? You have two chances to lose. Uh, before being eliminated, but I, I just I, I'm curious where the Celtics mindset is at, um, and I mean I, I wouldn't be stunned if the Grizzlies got in and at nine to one I think there's some decent interest there. Celtics, Wizards, Lakers, and Grizzlies at nine to one. I mean those two teams just played. They get to go the possibility of them playing again, but I would say at ten to one, Wizards, Pacers, Lakers, Warriors. That would be one that I would play. You read my mind right off the bat. I'm fading the Celtics if I'm getting involved in this market. I'm looking at that 10 to 1, and I'm also looking at the 12 to 1 of the Wizards, Hornets, Lakers. I think it's chalk out west. I think mm-hmm. the Lakers will win, and then the Warriors will beat either the Grizzlies or Spurs. I'm assuming it's probably going to be Memphis. But that 10 to 1 and 12 to 1, I mean, might as well just play them both. You know, sprinkle yeah. a little bit on both of them and put yourself in a position. If you don't believe in this Boston team, why not? 10 to 1, 12 to 1 odds on a pretty decent i mean the expectation of the lakers and warriors is pretty good yeah i think i'm i'm definitely going to play that because I, I just i don't believe in the celtics team but maybe we will be convinced adam himmel's back from the boston globe he will join us next does he believe that this celtics team will make it out of the play-in tournament we'll discuss that next it is the nightcap any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of shows like Follow the Money, A Numbers Game, My Guys in the Desert, The Lombardi Line with VEASAN Best Bets. Also, check out Beating the Book with Gail Alexander, Market Insights with Josh Applebaum, or Hardwood Handicappers Long Shots. We've got it all covered. It's free, available now, VEASAN.com backslash podcast or wherever you get 
your podcast. Femi Abebefe is now much happier as uh, he felt like his ticket was going to be burned. And instead, the Bruins win just moments into overtime. Just need a little bit of puck luck. You know, Boston just came through for me. It was looking a little shaky. They fall down 3-2, but, you know, there's... The Bruins came through, and here we go. Series is knotted up at one. And just like that, we head to Boston. We bring in Adam Himmelsbach from uh, the Boston Globe. So uh, is is the good mojo going to carry over, Adam, to tomorrow? The Bruins get this overtime win. And it's interesting, odds makers have the Celtics as a slight favorite. And I think most people out there, with the way that they close the season and the way the Wizards close the season, believe that the Wizards have a good chance of going into Boston and, and winning tomorrow night. What's your feel heading into that 7-8 play-in game? Yeah, if there's one thing the Celtics have taught us this year, it's that it's never really safe to have a feel about what's going to happen <laughs> with them. Uh, you know, a lot of it has just been tough luck for them. They've had so many injuries. They have so many guys um, have COVID-19 absences and then come back from COVID and have that stretch of five, ten games where they're clearly not themselves. Um, and that really slowed them down. Kemba Walker has mostly stayed healthy, but he's sat out every back-to-back, which is a lot of games during this condensed season with all these back-to-backs. Uh, of course, you know, Jalen Brown not being available for the rest of the season is really significant. Jalen was an all-star this year having an incredible season, uh, and, and that's their number two guy after Jason Tatum. Um, but if you're a Celtics fan, the one bright side is, they've almost always had multiple guys out and it looks like tomorrow night they'll have just about everybody but Jalen, including Robert Williams, who's been out for a while now. Now, Adam, it feels like on one hand, there's a little expectations on this Celtics team once Jalen Brown was out for the year with the wrist surgery. But on the other hand, then you have all the reports or maybe speculation about Danny Ainge's job maybe being in jeopardy or maybe even Brad Stevens' job in jeopardy. Just where is this team at mentally from, where, from your perspective? Yeah, I mean, I don't, first of all, I don't think either of those jobs are in jeopardy. I think sometimes when, when a team is struggling, it's easy to, to kind of, that's the first thing to say, oh, i got to get rid of the coach, got to get rid of the GM. Like, people forget that how quickly this team really went from looking like it was going to have a five-plus-year rebuild to basically being a perennial conference finalist or conference finalist contender um, almost overnight, basically, um, a couple of years after Brad got here and Danny started making these, these trades and getting guys like Tatum and Brown and all of that. Um, so, you know, I don't, I don't see that, uh, but this team has been like confounding. Even you know they have had a lot of injuries, but there's also been games where they've had guys and they've just had puzzling losses. Uh, they don't they don't seem to have that same competitive fire that some other Brad Stevens coach teams have had, um, where they where they just when you sometimes I go in the locker room after a game after a loss and you can tell guys are furious. Um, of course, you know during COVID, I'm not going in any locker rooms. It's all on Zoom calls where you're seeing these guys. But just watching even their body language on the court, sometimes it seems like they don't get as upset about losses as past teams do. They don't, they don't take it as personally as some of the past Celtics teams did. I think that's been an issue for them this year beyond the other things going on. Talking once again to Adam Himmelsbach from the Boston Globe covering the Celtics, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific tomorrow. It's the Celtics and the Wizards in the play-in game, uh, the 7-8 play-in game. Winner gets the 7-seed. Loser will play the winner of the uh, the 
the other uh, play-in game with the Pacers uh, taking on the Charlotte Hornets. Adam, you, you mentioned it, and I was kind of uh, curious uh, just about the mindset of this team. And like you mentioned, this is an unusual year for reporters to to you know get to know players and, and get to know the locker room a little bit. But uh, this is a team that, what, has had 13 or 14 games this year where they've been down 20 points or more. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm just... I know we all try to play, you know, amateur psychologists, but I'm just curious, you know, how much does this team want it? You know, this is such an unusual spot. The Wizards have been, you know, they got off to a terrible start and they've had a scratch and claw to just get into this spot. And the Celtics have lost, what, five of six heading into it. So, you know, where do you think the minds are for this Celtics team heading into tomorrow night? Yeah, that was kind of their thing this year. They would have these these slow starts or bad second periods and have these massive, massive deficits where you look like this team does not want to be here. And then at some point in the third quarter, they go on this like frantic run where they charge back and sometimes completely wipe it away. But most often they trim like a 24 point deficit to three and get everyone excited. And then they lose because it's hard to come back from a 24 point deficit. And Brad Stevens after games would say like, I don't, you know, I don't see why we're not playing with that same, intensity throughout the game and that's something that needs to change and it, it never really did um but the you know the recent losses are you know over the weekend they they sat most of their team um they're even even you know robert williams is, is a real key contributor for them and he's been out basically for six games with his turf toe injury um i think that's really going to be the key honestly for for them is is his status Brad Stevens said today it's something that can kind of come and go and you know sometimes you might be able to play through it and then the next day it's really bad but he's been a been a big key if you look at all the advanced numbers with him when he's on the court they play well you know he's he's a shot blocker he's a good passer he's a lob threat uh he's, he's just a big upgrade over tristan thompson so really his health i think is going to be a huge deal for them and Adam, we got about uh, we just got about sixty seconds or so. How do you see this game playing out? Like I mentioned, Celtics are a, a slight favorite right now in the uh, in the odds makers' eyes, about a two point favorite. How do you see tomorrow unfolding? Yeah, uh, you know, sometimes with Russ, it boils down to if, if Russ if Russ is hitting shots in addition to being Russ. You know, he's been fantastic these last couple of months. Um, he can take over a game. Uh, I still feel like the Celtics, given that they're mostly healthy except for having Jalen there. If, if Rob Williams can play, you know, Evan Fournier has been really good the last couple of weeks since getting over his COVID issues. Kemba Walker has been really good the last couple of weeks. Obviously Jason Tatum's had a strong year. I think the Celtics do have enough firepower to get past um, the Wizards. And, you know, they'll be at home. They're about 5,000 fans, which certainly isn't a packed house, but it's enough to give you a little bit of a boost. He is Adam Himmelsbach from the Boston Globe. Great stuff, Adam. Appreciate it. All right, no problem, guys. Have a good one. There he is, Adam Himmelsbach. Make you uh, feel better about the Celtics? You know, a, a, a little bit, but not great. It's a, I think it's a stay away. <laughs> I don't want to play psychologist. We could probably change your mind by tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see how that line moves. We'll be, we'll be sweating that one out just like we were just a moment ago. We got an update on Bruins and Capitals. Overtime was needed. Tell you about that and a little look at some NFC West odds. It's the Nightcap here on Visa. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tim Murray, Femi Abebefe with with you here on the Nightcap, live from the Circus Sportsbook. And uh, once again, overtime in the fourth of five playoff games in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And it goes to the Bruins, so they even up that series. Brad Marchand just 39 seconds into overtime. Uh, Caps seemed like they gave this one away. They were up uh, three to two uh, with uh, under three minutes to go. Bruins tied up with a with an ugly goal, scrumming around the net, and then uh, Marshawn is able to beat Craig Anderson to make it a four three victory for the Bruins. Femi is happy about that, and uh, oh, yeah. now we've got an even series headed back to Boston for Wednesday night. I was expecting a little bit more of a sweat there in overtime, but I appreciate Brad getting, that, seconds getting gets that done for me. You know, just always get first day hosting it and cashing a winner on air. Just nothing better. Yeah, uh, yeah. You you come in, <laughs> you sit right next to me. Apparently, it is uh, it is good luck. So uh, <laughs> as we saw from uh, over the weekend with uh, Dan Leach uh, cashing on uh, some Preakness props and. Uh, and we went head-to-head in that FCS championship. That went for him. So, hey, uh, if, if other people are happy, you know. The powers of the seat. Apparently it is. Uh, Colorado just took a one nothing lead in the, uh, in the first period. Uh, the over has gone now hit in Carolina. So the Carolina Hurricanes up 5-2 to two over the Predators, as I believe this was an empty netter. Uh, so 5-2 to two is the score. Yeah, it is going to be an empty netter, I believe, for Carolina. Um, so that hits the uh, 
The over had already come home, but it is now 5-2 Carolina, so it looks like they will take a 1-0 series lead against Nashville. But we talked about Colorado starting fast, and that's like you get that goal, and it's just kind of the relief of like, okay, like, this is the playoffs. Like, we had a great regular season, but sometimes you get that playoff kind of anxiety, that pressure when you're the team that's expected to be the one that wins the Stanley Cup. And I think the fact that they get that goal in there, now they can kind of relax, play their hockey. And, you know, they're, they were the best team in the league all season. So I think that once they stretch their legs, they should be able to pull away from St. Louis. Kale Maker scores the game's first goal, and uh, he was 16-1 to to score Ooh. the game's first goal. So nice one. Uh, to cash there, if you had that, so one nothing, a uh, power play goal for the Avs uh, about uh, 15 minutes into the first period. So the Avs up one to nothing, and the Avs going off as a massive favorite in this one, minus 312 here at the uh, Circus Sports. We'll talk much more hockey coming up top of the hour. One of my favorites out there, uh, Puck Daddy, Greg Wyshynski. He will join us from ESPN, top of the hour. So we'll chat with him uh, in just a little bit as the Carolina Hurricanes, once again, looking like they'll bring home a $1.70 on the money line uh, if you bet them today as they lead 5-2 to two. Uh, with just a minute to go, but let, let's let's sneak in a little football. You know, you're coming. Now you're from, speaking my language. You're coming from the Pacific Northwest. Uh, you're in uh, Russell Wilson land up there, and when you look at their division this year, Seattle is is plus three dollars to uh, to come home as the NFC West champs at DraftKings. The Rams and 49ers are co-favorites at plus one eighty, and the Cardinals are at six to one. I tell you what, Femi, I, I am not, and as much as I love Russell Wilson, and it, it's it's always painful on a week-to-week basis to bet against him. Just looking at the Seahawks and their win total, and you know what they were able to do in the draft with having you know, only three draft picks. This is a team that I have a lot of questions about. The Seahawks moving forward. And I think this is going to be a bit of a down year. You have the ultimate trump card at times and Russell Wilson, who is a magic man. But let's start with the team that you have covered closely. Uh, I am, I'm fading the Seahawks this year. I would look at the under 9.5 wins because this is a division that everyone has gotten better. The 49ers are going to be healthier. Uh, if they Do they bring in a guy like Trey Lance sooner rather than later than Jimmy Garoppolo? All the weapons that they have offensively, once again, health is a big issue there. The Rams, another team, they go out, uh, they get better at the quarterback position, they bring in Matthew Stafford, and uh, you look at a team like Arizona, um, more defense, go Zabin Collins in the first round, they go out to get J.J. Watt, so I feel like three teams in this division got better, while I look at Seattle, I say, what did they do to get better, why am I going to believe in this Seattle team this year? I think it's twofold for me with the Seahawks, because every part of your brain says, fade this team, take the under. You know, they play a lot of close games. Pete Carroll thinks that that's championship football. Like, it's a good thing to play close games when all the metrics say that those typically end up being random and how the uh, the outcome is determined. And I think all the metrics and all the turmoil that you saw, and it was was a little smoke. It didn't end up being a fire. You know, Russell Wilson's still the quarterback, the uh, the, the trade list or whatever, because it wasn't a request. It was just a list that was reported uh, that ended up coming, uh, didn't come to fruition. But I think all of the metrics and all those things lean toward taking the under and just punting on the Seahawks. But you mentioned it, the Russell Wilson magic. And there is something about... Pete Carroll coach teams, especially since he's been in Seattle, of they thrive in those, like, it defies 
logic almost right. <laughs> like they, they're able to win these close games because every single practice if you ever go out to seattle and see a practice they're always competing that's the mantra of the entire organization is compete 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 and somehow some way they have made these angels in the outfield type wins where you know the nfc championship game against the packers or these kind of crazy scenarios always end up going in their favor and you look at it russell wilson since arriving in 2012 has won 10 games every single year but one, and they won nine games. Right. So now you have the added 17th game, and I know the division, it's the toughest division in football, in my opinion, the NFC West. Every single one of those teams, I think you can make a legitimate case for winning the division, and we'll get into that later. But I think with the Seahawks, I would actually lean towards the over pending the juice on it. I mean, if it's if you're having to pay minus 180 at 9.5, then no, don't do that. Um, but if it's reasonable... I would lean that way. I would not take the under just because I cannot stomach fading Russell Wilson down the stretch and that he somehow turns into Houdini and gets out of the shackles and they win 10 games out of nowhere. Because like you mentioned, nothing leads to this team being good outside of Russell Wilson, but because he is so good, I can't fade this team. Yeah, I'm just pulling up right now looking at the uh, Seahawks and what the juice is. Uh, it's minus $1.34 to the over, plus 110 to the under. I, I, I look more so at the rest of the division. Uh, and, and, and my worry with the Rams is this. You know, they've gone all in, Femi, right for the now. They, they trade for Matthew Stafford. They've sunk so much money into Aaron Donald. Um, so many other of their pieces have been for the here and now, which is what you have to do at times. But my worry and my hesitation with a team like the Rams is depth. What happened when Aaron Donald went out in the playoffs? They got gashed on the ground, and they just don't have the depth behind them. And, you know, for so many years, similar to what the Seahawks had this year, where, you know, they, they didn't have much uh, in, in uh, assets there uh, to, to draft with only three picks, they still haven't had a first-round pick. Jalen Ramsey uh, trade in there. So uh, I think talent, the front-line talent for the Rams, is something that you have to be intrigued by. Um, but this is a, a team that so many people will be high on this year, and I understand it. You know, we had Warren Sharp on the show last week. He analyzed the schedule, easiest schedule in the league, the San Francisco 49ers. You know, there's a team that was last place last year. They get a last-place schedule uh, in that 17th game. You get a last-place last opponent. And... It's all about the health there uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. And if they're able to stay healthy this year, I, I look at this 49ers team as, as one that I, I wish it was a little juicier odds and maybe there are some spots out there, but I think the 49ers at the end of the day win this division. I want to get back to the Rams because the point that you've been driving home is like the point that I think everyone is missing on. Now, I actually have a Rams Super Bowl ticket. I grabbed it 28 to 1 right as the Stafford news was mm -hmm. announced. I was like, hey, let's just grab this. This is not going to be available. And I don't necessarily have buyer's remorse, but I'm actually looking at under 10 and a half wins for this Rams team. It's just... Matthew Stafford, obviously, we understand is an upgrade over Jared Goff, but the depth is where this team is lacking. You trade away Michael Brockers. Even a guy like a Morgan Fox on that defensive line was one of those unsung heroes on that defense that was so elite. The defensive backfield, you have John Johnson and Troy Hill both going to Cleveland. And then on top of all of that, Brandon Staley, the defensive coordinator, is now the head coach of the neighboring Chargers. L.A. Chargers. So this is a defense that you already know defense, it's hard to replicate elite performances year in, year out. So they were already going to dip regardless. And now you pile on all of that. It's, it's a defense that I think is going to take 
a significant step back. It'll be talented. It'll be top third in the league, but it's not going to be a top five defense. And I think that that's what they're going to need to be able to be fulfilling those Super Bowl expectations. And it was assumption. Now, they ended up figuring out a way to keep him, but we thought all along Leonard Floyd would be gone. He does stay, which yep. is, was, was huge for the Rams. But, yeah, I, you're not going to get the fortune of, of the health that they had last year. You know, Andrew Whitworth thought he was going to retire. He's back. I mean, you got an aging left tackle there. Yes, I, I, I love the upgrade of Matthew Stafford. I'm a and big... You lose center Austin Blythe. The center is a key position on that offensive yeah, he line. Goes He's the, gone. He goes to the Chiefs uh, as the Chiefs completely remake that line. I mean, I thought, just to quickly, we talked about it on, on, on Friday's show. You know, I think what the Chiefs were able to do for the here and now, getting Orlando Brown, getting Blythe, Creed, uh, Creed Humphrey comes in. Uh, yeah, I think the Chiefs enhanced a negative quite a bit this offseason. So, yes, I'm a big Cam Akers believer, but we know how football works. 17-game schedule, too. That's where I get worried about the Rams. So I would look, I would look at, the, uh, at the Niners. What about the Cardinals? Any belief in them? Glad you brought it up because I actually have a Cardinals to win the division ticket there we go. at plus 550. You can get it at 6-1, to one, and I love it even more there. This is a team, their season it's, can be very volatile. There's potential disaster on the season because of the head coach Cliff Kingsbury, but I think they also have a pretty high ceiling with getting better on defense, getting better on offense. Kyler Murray now in year three, you get Rodney Hudson there to solidify that offensive line. I would take a stab at the Rams, or rather the Cardinals at 6-1. Rather than playing the win total, I would rather play the plus 600 to get that juicy odds. You bring in A.J. Green, you draft Rondell Moore. If Rondell Moore can stay healthy, he's a difference maker, I think, in the slot, immediate impact. You move Andy Isabella to the side. A guy who was traded, drafted before DK Metcalf. Incredible. Not working out all that well. Incredible. Uh, let's get to uh, let's get back to the Stanley Cup playoffs. One of the best in the business to break it all down. Greg Wyshynski from ESPN will join us. Top of the hour. It's the Nightcap here on Veasan. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.